Welcome to the Primetime Review Podcast. My name is Dan. And my name is Brian. This is episode four for March 31st, 2019. This is the podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows that we like, and hopefully you will too. If you want to send us some feedback, hit us up at dptrshow at gmail.com or tweet at us at the PTR show. Hey, Brian, did you know with Anchor Mobile App, our listeners can call in and leave us messages? For reals? Yeah. And if they do, and they're appropriate messages for the podcast, we can even add them into the show, which means our listeners can actually hear themselves on our podcast. How cool is that? Join us. Join the nerdum. Bring it on, folks. All right. So we have no feedback. <laughs> so we can so. just jump right into the show. All right. All right. All right. So TV shows, we always start with that. Let's go ahead and get, get going on that. Um, I'll kick it off. Ed, well, you've watched some TV, so we'll get into that a little, in a few minutes. But I, over the last, it's been three weeks now, I finished mm-hmm. Punisher. So that was really, really good. Um, we had talked, I think, the last podcast, or was it the, the one before that where we ranked the shows? I think it was the last one. Okay, and I had said there that I would put Jessica Jones above Punisher. Now, that was based on only seeing the first season of Punisher, but two seasons Jessica Jones. I I, I think it would move ahead of Jessica Jones now. I, I oh. think Punisher was that much good. That much, that much good. That sounded really bad. <laughs> that much better. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I think the Punisher definitely was that much better. Um, I know you said you felt it dragged in spots. In the like in the middle of season two of of Punisher, it was it was very dragged on. Um, I I felt it. I literally felt it. I'm like they could have taken maybe two episodes out of it and condensed the whole season down from maybe twelve or thirteen episodes down to or ten or eleven. So oh yeah, I, I'm gonna disagree with you. I'm, I'm going to totally say no. Uh, so we're, we're going to rely on the listeners to let us know what they felt. But uh, I, I didn't think so. I felt I, I was pretty good on it. I mean, it took me mm-hmm. maybe the first two episodes to really get into the story of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, where are they going with this? What are they going to do with this? But then once it started going and I kind of just let myself say, OK, let's go for the ride. And I went with the ride. I, I was good with it. Like I, I felt confident and was into every episode like going into it like okay what are they going to show now what are they going to release now so i was good with it so i'm, I'm going to disagree with you on that so listeners here you go this is your chance tell us who's right who's wrong <laughs> i'm right i'm right come on guys all right uh let's let's skip over what we have next in our notes here and let's go on to doom patrol so um oh yeah anybody who doesn't have access to watch this show which if you're in the u.s the only way you can watch it right now is uh dc universe although they are showing the first episode for free the show i i think is just awesome i've not seen a show that i felt i mean i'm not big on figuring out all oh, the writing's great or all oh, the cinematography's great all that i just watch it and if the show really gets me and if it's one of these shows where every week i'm waiting and just waiting for the next episode that's to me a great great show and Titans was kind of doing that for a while, but I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm picky about my acting, and I had issues in places with the acting on Titans, <laughs> some of the people. And uh, but this show, I've not had any issues at all. I think the the acting's been good. I think the storylines have been pretty good. The uh, the way the characters talk, it's real. It's not fake. It's well Robot written. man swears like a sailor. So I mean, how, how can you go wrong with that? It's not like it's forced. I mean, it's the way somebody would talk nowadays. So I don't know. I, this show just every episode. This last episode, even we uh, we texted on it briefly last night. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It was a one off. It, it really had nothing to do with the storyline of what was going on, and I still felt it was a really good episode. Like it didn't have anything to do with the ongoing storyline, really did in the backward sense but overall it didn't and i still felt it was a great episode i enjoyed the heck out of it exactly because like in the middle of it we're like okay they're gonna sit down and do a little kumbaya between all five team members and like how is this gonna work but it really played out well it it there's meaning to it it's funny it's heartwarming 
at the same time, like, this is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, man, I... It's well-written. It's well-written. Yeah, it is. They, they they really nailed it with this one. I'm, I'm excited, and, and when we get to the rumor news, we'll talk more about the DC Universe and their shows, but I... Uh, I'm really excited to see what else they got coming out, not just this year, but even next year. So, you know, it's you know, it's funny, though, for this show, yeah. like for Niles being gone since what? Episode one. When he comes back, he's like, what the hell happened to my house? Like, it was, <laughs> it's like destroy. Right. I mean, like these five, these five misfits always almost right. Yeah. Are literally destroying this mansion inside out. Yeah. Um. Uh. With with um uh, cyborg blowing and blowing holes inside the house, and then and then uh the robot Cliff. man Eclipse yeah. just kind of like putting holes in the wall and destroying the library. I'm like going nuts. Exactly. And then like the basement, uh, with uh Jane just destroying everything. I'm like, whoa, what happened to my house? You got yeah, all those blueprints he had, everything on the wall, she just ripped them up to shreds and, stuff. and the tapes like, are all oh. gone. I was like, what the could hell? You, yeah, could you imagine being a, a scientist like that and coming home and things that you've worked on for probably centuries or not centuries, but decades sitting uh-huh. in your basement and they're just ripped up and gone. It's like, what exactly? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, Definitely two thumbs up for me. If you get a chance, watch Doom Patrol. I think we got, we still have a number of episodes left. They expanded it from, I think it was 13 to 15 episodes now. So it's really ahead. Yeah. So this is supposed to carry us right into, because I think we're only halfway through right now, because we're on like episode eight or seven mm-hmm. or eight. Mm-hmm. So I think this is supposed to carry us to almost the end of May, right before Swamp Thing. Actually, and we'll get into that, but when Swamp Thing starts the week after Doom Patrol ends. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be pretty awesome. Um, the last thing I have on their TV shows, uh, I mean, granted, before we get into the last one, I, you know, caught up on Arrow and, and The Flash and that. So that was all good and good to go. And now they're on like, I guess, I don't know what do you want to call this, their own little spring break, I guess. I don't know, because um, they're not coming back, I think, till the end of April. Correct. Um. And we got news on both, well, at least the Arrow show coming up, uh, which will be no surprise to nobody at this point. But but uh, so the last show that uh, I've watched and I know you've been watching is OA. So mm-hmm. This is one that may not be familiar to a lot of our listeners. It's a Netflix show. This is one I think I think you were the one that stumbled on this last year. Or did we just both start watching it at the same time? Actually, it was two years ago, wasn't it? I think it was two years ago. Yeah. I think it was just because like the it, it had a good premise a good trailer and a good storyline yeah um, and and so we're like okay i'm gonna give it a shot so it we ca- go ahead it kind of started off kind of weird right yeah. i'm like i don't know about this show um and but i kind of like stayed on it and i kind of kept watching it and enjoying it more and more didn't like the last episode i mean dan i've been talking about it for a while um <laughs> But like, yeah, it like this season is really well done. Um, each episode, I was really into it, and I cannot kind of go. I, I cannot turn off. I would say, and I yeah. pretty much binged it in, in in a week. Yeah. So, not to give away anything from the first season, second season, the premise of this show basically has to do with uh, what do they call them? NDEs, near death experiences. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So it has to deal with that and this group of people who've all shared those and how they feel they can travel from one experience to the next experience or from one dimension to the next. And the first season actually dimension maybe is a little bit of a giveaway because the first season is talking about that. But so that's what the first season is about is them coming together and figuring out what's going on. The second season is now dives way deeper into the whole process of it and yeah i'm i'm the same with you i'm i have one episode left so we can't really really talk about and give any spoilers or anything because i don't want to be spoiled for the last episode hopefully i'll get through that either today or tomorrow wow this show is it's it's had me hooked now i've been waiting on this show for two years i've been constantly telling you when they've been bringing the show back when they're gonna bring the show back and you were a little hesitant going into the season you I was, sure. yeah. I was, I I did not like the ending 
of season one and how it all ended. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but like um, something really big happens and they do this thing um, and and it ended, right? I'm not going to say what the thing is, but like I, the thing that they did really, really got to me. Like I, I, I didn't like that. I'm like, what are they doing? It's like, this is kind of silly, but Season two kind of picked up and it answered a lot of questions for me. So I can't, I'm, I am kind of happy that they did season two. Like what Dan was saying uh, a long time ago, he needed closure and, and, and of, of why they did what they did at the end of season one so that it bridges into season two. And now I know why they did what they did. I'm kind of happy it came back. So really, you needed closure too, Brian. Touche, <laughs> uh, touche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say, in, you know, like I said, I haven't seen the last episode, so I don't know how it ends. I don't know if it leads it open to season three or not. But if it doesn't, I'm good. I, I get it now. As long as they have a decent ending to it, I would be happy. And I feel a lot better about season one. I... I on the other hand, liked the ending of season one. I thought it was awesome, and I was like, that's awesome. I want to know more. So that, that's where my issues came in at. So, uh, so like, it sounds like, Dan, you have not finished the last episode, right? No, I haven't. I'm, I got one more. I'm hoping to, like I said, get through it tonight or tomorrow. In my, in, in my case, since I cringed it and finished it, I am looking forward to season three. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. All right, all right, that'll be good. Well, hopefully they don't take two years to do it again because it was almost two years, I think. Between... Uh, yeah, yeah, and like so, each episode is written by the main character, star, like, yeah, a, a Brit Marling. So, um, very talented. I am, I am really happy that she can make a show that seems like she wanted. So, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. So that's that's OA and it's on Netflix. So another one, go go check that out because it's we, trippy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, what what about you, Brian? You got anything for the TV side that you've been watching other than OA or? Um, I finish the the documentary um, for for uh, what was that show called? Oh, oh, what was that serial killer called? Darn it. Oh, uh, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, thank you, Ted, thank you. That dude, that person is weird. Um, I don't know if you like those kind of uh, documentaries about serial killers. I'm a big fan of those um, because um, because like they have a different mentality than I do. I just want to know and kind of see, getting like a little a little glimpse of why they do what they do um, and that story behind them. But um, yeah, that was a good documentary. It was like a four or five episode um, documentary about his background and why he did what he did. Well, sort of why he did what he did. They didn't even really get too far into it. Um, but that beginning to the end, they did a good job of 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 documenting his story, I would say. So kind of recommend it if you like that kind of stuff. Now, I mean, now was this... Go ahead. It is really dark. It is really dark. Now, is this a true documentary, or was this one where they had... Was this one with Zac Efron? It's not. It's not. It's a true documentary. Because he's supposedly doing a... a, um, I don't know, like a movie or whatever, where he plays, I think, Ted Bundy. Really? Maybe Maybe he already did that one. I don't know. I'm not sure. But, yeah, so I wasn't sure if this was that or not. But, uh, yeah, no, it's definitely one I'll probably check out, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Zach Efron's making a Ted Bundy thing. Yeah, I thought I'm pretty sure it was Ted Bundy that he he did a role for. Yeah, I mean, like supposedly he's a good-looking dude. Ted Bundy is supposed to be a good-looking dude, very suave, good with the ladies, but ends up killing a lot of them. So I mean, Zach Efron is a ladies' man, I would say, or like ladies like him. So yeah, I can see how they can cast. Yeah, so this must be a movie that's coming out. It's called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. <laughs> that's the, that's name, the of name of the movie? That's the name of it, and he plays Ted Bundy in it. Wow. So it says, The Chronicle of the time, of the Crimes of Ted Bundy from the perspective of his longtime girlfriend, Elizabeth 
Clifford, Clover, I don't know however you say it, who refused uh-huh. to believe the truth about him for years. Hmm. So, it's got some pretty big actors in it. Lily Collins. Uh, Can't wait. Jack Efron. James Hetfield from Metallica. Who's directing this? Director is Joe Berlinger. Uh, never heard of him. Yeah, um, neither. Oh, I'm, Jeffrey I'm, Donovan. I'm interested. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's some pretty decent Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, there's some decent actors in this. So I don't know, but it says it comes out this year. I don't know when, but really? it shows it comes out. So you know how on IMDb it tries to uh, put like their shows in order that they come out. Mm-hmm. Shows this coming out after that movie, that new movie coming out, Beach Bum, with uh, I don't know what's that dude. Uh, all right, all right, all right. I can't think of his name. Does all the car commercials now? Uh, oh, Matthew uh, McConaughey. McConaughey. Yeah. So that movie he's doing, Beach Bum. Uh, Zac Efron's in that, and it shows this comes out after that movie. So it'll probably come out this summer sometime. I'm guessing. Yeah. Anyways, uh, now one other one you said, I think you said you finished too. And now this is one that I'm usually not into any of these, but after you mentioned it, I was like, what is this? And so I went and watched the preview on it. And I think I might have to add it to my list that we've talked about before of shows that some <laughs> point down the road I want to see. And, and you're going to have to help me with the title, but something about love and robots or something. Oh, <laughs> it's on Netflix. Death, Love, and Robot. Um, I think that's what it's called. So it's like um, a 12-episode series. And David Fincher, I I think it was David Fincher, he handpicked these 12 different shows that are like, not shows, but episodes. And they, each episode, it's done by a different director, different crew, and they tell a a short story, a ten minute story or a twenty minute story. Um, some some of them are are um, hand drawn cartoon. Uh, some of them are like fully CG, um, and and some of them are a mix. So a lot of them are really well done. There's one that I'm like, oh, this is kind of stupid, um, but um, the storyline, most of them. I would say 90% of them, the storylines are really well done. I am hooked from one episode to the next, but each episode are based on, contained by one storyline. So there's no carry over from episode to episode to episode. Um, and, and they're all really sci-fi. There's the, it, um, it's all sci-fi, kind of like really crazy premise of a storyline. But it's contained within a ten-minute story, so um, it's 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 worth your time. So these are really these are short stories, then. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh okay, so maybe I'll watch it sooner than later. That's not bad. Yeah. All right, all right, that's cool. Anything else you've been watching? Nope. All right. Uh, news and rumor mill time for the TV shows. So. We got got a couple things here. None of this is going to be rumor or, or news at this point, but uh, I think on here we should probably talk about the DC Universe stuff first because we'll probably get through that. The next part we're probably going to talk about for a little bit. So mm-hmm. uh, you got down here, you brought the schedule. Basically, uh, as we were talking earlier, um, right now we're both watching Doom Patrol. And since DC Universe is new and they're bringing all these new shows, what they've kind of been doing, and I think smart, is... They roll one right into the next, into the next, and the next. They did that with Titans, uh, which kicked off the the channel. And then when Titans ended, they went into Young Justice, The Outsiders, part one, I guess you could say, of season three. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right when that ended, they started with Doom Patrol. And then Doom Patrol is going right now, which will end just towards the end of May. And then literally, like I said earlier, the week after that ends, they're going to kick off with Swamp Thing. Now, surprising to me to hear how fast they turn these around then, because Swamp Thing, to my understanding, I just read an article the other day, was only in, like, doing its principal photography and background shoots. So really? So it hasn't even actually started any episodes yet, I don't think. 
Um, like they haven't filmed even like the first episode yet, which is why you haven't been able to see any screens or not screenshots, but like any like test scenes or anything like that yet. So mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting that they're saying, hey, they're going to do this and then it's already going to be ready May 1st, 31st. But then again, I don't know nothing about the TV world. Maybe that's how it works all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's impressive how they can uh, crank out these episodes so quick. Yeah, I'm impressed. So that uh, that's May thirty first, and then. So, like, are you a, are you a fan of of uh, uh, Len Wiseman? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> He's a director, and he did all the Underworld um, um, movies. Have oh, you watched those? Too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Supposedly, he's the director for episode one of uh, Swamp Thing. Oh, that'd be pretty cool then. Right? So, uh, if you like those Underworld movies, and I mean, they are cheesy. I think I and... watched the first two or three. And then after that, I kind of got kind of like, all right, I'm over it. I, I'd like to see Kate Beckinsale and, uh, you know, the tight leather. But <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why as I watched. far as it goes, right? And that's so, why. But, uh, all right. So then. Swamp Thing is going to end and lead us right back into Young Justice Outsiders Part 2 of Season mm-hmm. 3. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like that's going to carry us right into the fall. Now, I don't know if that's going to... I'm guessing there's going to be some kind of gap there because Titans didn't start till September. So unless they're doing a really long season of Young Justice, I can't see that. Or did that come out weekly or did that come out all at once the first part? Because I haven't watched it. You did, though. Uh, Weekly. Weekly. All right. Weekly, so... Unless that's a long season, unless you're planning on Titans to start like the beginning of September. I mean, otherwise, that's that's only, you know, that's two, two and a half months, I guess, where they're going to start uh, expecting something else to come on. So uh, when is Harley Quinn supposed to come out? Uh, she's not coming out till 2020. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. Unless now the other. I thought that was it. Originally, I thought they already put out something last fall saying she was going to come out this year, uh, 2019. Uh-huh. So they haven't announced it that I've found or seen anywhere. But the only other thing I could think of is maybe that's when they'll start trying to mix some of the shows together. Like, not mix them together as far as have them overlap, but have them overlap as far as the timing of when they're on t- on the channel. Uh-huh. So that might be one that maybe when Titans comes back in the fall, they, they have her that show come out at the same time, that cartoon. So, um, but I, I do like how they're kind of mixing up the live action with the cartoon and, uh, showing that, you know, this, this channel isn't just for those looking for the live action or isn't for those just looking for the animated side of things. So, um, according to Wikipedia, it's supposed to come out in October of this year. Yeah. So see, that would start to overlap with Titans a little bit then a little bit. So that, that'd be cool. That'd be all right. Yeah, um, I mean, I I'm interested, and in, in, it'd be cool to see what they have to offer for Harley Quinn, a crazy, crazy show that may be. Yeah, I uh, like I said, based on Titans and Doom Patrol, I'll definitely be watching Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harley Quinn, I'll be watching that. I'm I'm super excited to be watched uh, for Star Girl to come out. That's not coming out till 2020 now, but. That's what I thought was kind of weird with the whole Swamp Thing is that they've already started principal shoots and, and uh, I don't know, filming and stuff for Stargirl, I believe, at least principal shoots, but they were just doing the same thing for Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing's coming out in less than two months, or about right about two months, and Stargirl's not coming out now until next year. So, again, I don't know if that's just a timing thing or what, but... Um, and then uh, some of the other news they they put out was for young or Titans when that does come back they're going to be adding Slade Wilson to the cast. Did we talk about that last pod? No. Okay, I know we talked about it at work. So uh, they're adding in Deathstroke and his two kids Jericho and uh, Rose. So that'll be interesting to see how, what they do there. But again, I think we talked about this before. It just seems like they keep throwing new characters after new characters after new characters at this show and i'm just like how are you gonna keep them all straight this is a huge ensemble exactly there's a lot of storyline that needs to happen in one show um how can they keep it contained and be a concise storyline 
that that that's a huge challenge for the whole team making the show. So I don't know. That'll be interesting to see. Um, other than that, yeah, that's like I said, I I've been pretty happy with DC Universe uh, as far as the channel goes. In that they've got a lot of TV shows, a lot of movies on there. Nothing that you know I was like, oh my god, I got to start watching this now. Other than the new ones like Titans, Doom Patrol, and, Doom Patrol and that. But uh, like they have like pretty much I think all the Batman movies on there now. Even I think the Christopher Nolan ones came out yesterday. Man's mm. 80th birthday, but I'm not 100%. Don't quote me on that. Um, they brought over all the old Shazam TV show and cartoons. And those are on there now. Um, they just announced that they're adding like over 20,000 new comics every month starting, I think, May. And all their comics should be read every, be able to read every comic DC has ever printed one year after it comes out in print. So that's pretty uh, cool. Any comic that comes out like this month, uh, or I should say this month, it's the last day of March. Every, every comic that comes out in April of 2019 come April of 2020, you'll be able to read it on DC universe mm. and they're going to have all the rest of their backlog. They said pretty, pretty much anyhow, I believe it's almost all the rest of their backlog of comics on DC universe by, I think within the next year. Cause like they said, they're coming out with over 20,000 a month for the next few months or whatever for the next year. So that's going to be pretty, pretty awesome. So and it's only like eight bucks a month. So it's not bad. Um, yeah. Because of the shows that you get to watch and everything else, it's not bad at all. No, definitely. So, all right. Well, let's get on to the Arrowverse CW. Um, no surprise. Everybody I'm sure has heard it by now, but they've already said next year's the last year for Arrow. Mm-hmm. So they're going to come out with a 10 episode final season, shortened season. And I think we've talked about it before on here. We're, you and me are, are pretty sure we know how, not necessarily how it's going to end, but what's going to happen that causes Arrow to, I don't want to wanna say die, but die or disappear, go away, whatever, whatever it needs to be. Um, yeah. And that leads back to this year's crossover with uh, The Flash and Supergirl. We think Crisis of uh, Infinite, Infinite Earths, Earth. which, like we talked about in the comics, caused the death of Flash and I think it was was it Supergirl, I think. Instead, he made some deal with the Monitor. We know that. Everybody knows that. Uh, we both think he the deal he met is he's going to sacrifice himself to save those two. So to me, that means that Supergirl's not going away next year, and the Flash definitely isn't going away next year. Um, but that's how they're going to end Arrow: is that he's going to go away because he's going to sacrifice himself and change the the timeline or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, what I, I, do you feel? It's time I, for Arrow to go. I think so. It's been on for so long that the storylines are repeating itself. I mean, there's like it's. It's always like one group of bad guys that are trying to fight each other or fight them. And and supposedly one these groups of bad guys are more or stronger than the past. I'm like, uh, okay, these are just kinda of getting silly now. I I, I I've been done with it for a while now. Yeah, I agree. This this season especially has been harder for me to watch than the mm-hmm. seasons. Uh you know, even when it was doing bad in like season was it two or three? It was kind of dipping in storyline. I was kind of like, well, yeah, but still the arrow. It's still cool to see. And they're bringing in different characters. And I was cool with it. And this year, it's just been kind of like, he's in prison. And now he's out of prison. And now he's a cop. And everybody knows who he is. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm done. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm ready for it. Um, now, you added something here about uh, Felicity. Yeah, so um, I think yesterday I caught the news that the actress that plays Felicity, Emily Bett Ricard, um, she tweeted that, or she put it on Instagram, that she is done at the end of the season, and she would not be back at uh, for that season eight, the last season. Um, I'm kind of sad by that because she's one of the stars of the show, She's like, um, she's the computer uh, um, uh, geek or nerd that that kind of like 
uh, um, helps the team out. And I'm I'm sad to see her go. Um, it's so yeah. But if you've been watching the show, you kind of knew this was coming because yeah, they kind of been leading you to a certain point. And this year, instead of doing flashbacks that they did always in the past with Arrow showing you know his time on Lian Yu on the lot on the island and stuff like that, this year they've been doing flash forwards and taking us like twenty was it twenty years into the future. Mm-hmm. something like that or maybe it's not even 20 it may be like 18 i don't know and uh so they've been doing flash forwards instead and you you know about this point what happens with felicity but if you're sitting there watching that and you're and you know you know i'm i'm one especially i get lost in the storylines i'll just enjoy it and just be watching it enjoying it but then it hits me later i'll be like well wait a minute we know what happens to Felicity in the future because we're they're showing it to us here on, on this season. Yeah. But it doesn't tie into how they're going to tie things up with the end of season eight. So something's going to be happening here soon. And so in, in seeing all that, you, you kind of had an idea. She was going to be gone some point before the end of season eight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be the end of this season already. So... That's kind um, of interesting. And and it sounds like they are trying to uh, um, with the flash forwards, they're introducing a new character, uh, the daughter of Felicity and Oliver. Yeah, I forgot her name now. Uh, well, Mia. Is it Mia? It, I oh, think. Yeah, Mia Smoke. Yeah, Mia Smoke. Mia Smoke. Uh, but I can't think of a superhero. It's Black Star or something like that. Something like that. Is that the new um, CW show that they're trying to trying to come up with, so that they can still have something in the uh, DC kind of like show on CW? I don't know. I I really don't know. Um, I think we talked about last episode. I heard that they were trying to do a Constantine show again, but I don't think that was going to be on CW. I think that was going to be on maybe Sci-Fi. But it was mm. the same actor, um, which means he'd obviously be leaving Legends after this season, mm-hmm. which makes sense because this season's about magic and that. So next season, I'm sure, would be something different if that show comes back. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> as a matter of fact, I know that show that show already got renewed, I believe. So mm. when it comes back next season, I'm sure they'll be beyond be, be something else. Every season, they seem to focus on something different. So I yeah I don't know I haven't heard anything about any new shows uh, specifically pointing to the CW but could mm-hmm. be could be definitely I I just hope they take these characters from Arrow I mean granted it won't be Stephen Amell necessarily unless they were doing some kind of flashback but I hope they're able to take some of the characters and and not have them come on as series regulars or anything like that but maybe you know once. One episode a season, have them come in and do a guest arc or something on like The Flash or Supergirl or something. I think that'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, anything else in the news or rumors you got? Nope. That's all I have. All right. Let's get on to movies. Now, you don't have anything in notes, so I'm going to let you. Do you got anything in movies at all other than I know you watch Triple Frontier. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Captain Marvel. So uh-huh. Marvel. You watch both of those. Have <laughs> have you watched anything besides those two movies uh no no okay all right so th- i'll go ahead the only other movie i've watched is i did watch a star is born um yeah it's not really my type of movie most of the time i mean don't get me wrong i'm not i love chick flicks i'm, I'm all about chick flicks um <laughs> And this, I guess you could kind of say is a chick flick, but it was just a good story overall, I'd say. I've never seen any of the older ones, so I can't compare it. Um, you know, the base of the story is this, in this case, is you have uh, this guy played by Bradley Cooper. He's a, a star, you know, he does huge concerts and all that kind of stuff. He accidentally runs into this woman uh, played by Lady Gaga, or I don't even know what her real name is, but... Uh, Played by Lady Gaga, basically, um, she's meant to not be necessarily such a, a, a pretty girl. Although she is a very pretty girl, but she's you know she's your run of the mill ordinary girl, nothing extravagant. Um, she is not a huge singer or anything like that, but she does sing and 
he kind of runs into her and finds out that she's got this great voice and finds out that she writes her own music and she's just got a huge talent for everything musically. Uh, they end up falling in love. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's more to the story. Um, the three biggest takeaways I had from this movie were, one, Lady Gaga is extremely talented. Like, not her acting so much. I mean, her acting was good. It wasn't bad at all. I, I You know, she did fine with that. But just the range of singing and the different kinds of singing that she could do. I mean, we've all heard her music before this movie. That was, you know, that's one thing. That's more pop and, and you know, has a different style to it. Uh-huh. But then the things she was doing in this movie, it was just like, holy crap. This, this lady is super talented from a vocal standpoint. Um, I just, I couldn't get over that. That, that shocked me through the whole movie. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. She's cause I mean, she did some of the songs in there are more country. Like some of them are more soul. Like, um, now I, I guess if I'm a huge lady Gaga fan, this shouldn't be a huge surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Um, cause supposedly she did a whole album with, uh, Tony Bennett. <laughs> so <clears throat> I guess that would show you some of her range. I didn't know that, but, uh, Supposedly they did a whole whole album together. So if you're a huge Lady Gaga fan, what I'm talking to you now, you're like calling me an idiot because <laughs> yeah, I should have known. But anyhow, I'm just gonna say I got to give her mad props for that. Um, the second one is is Andrew Dice Clay's in this movie. He plays her dad, Dice Man. Yeah, and one the dude's old. <laughs> he is old. I've not. I know he had a show. I think on Showtime or something last couple years. I never saw it. Um, I haven't seen him a lot lately. Uh, in this one, he had a few, I guess you could say funny lines, but he wasn't meant to be a funny character necessarily. And he did a really good job acting, like just being a straight up actor. So, I, you know, I'll give him credit for that, but it was funny to see him pop up in there. And I was like, man, he's familiar looking at it. It only took me a second or two, but then I was like, oh, that's Andrew Dice Clay. I was like, what the wow. hell? So. Do you have like the jacket and the and the shades on? Oh, he plays her dad. He's, <laughs> he's, he's like playing like a sixty-seven year old guy, which I he probably is in real life. I don't know how old he is. Whoa! I mean, he's got the gray hair and everything. So, wow. Um, and then the last thing is Bradley Cooper. Now, the dude directed and I think wrote most of the movie mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. as far as how it goes, which was phenomenal. It was a great movie. You know, uh, totally yes. He did a great job there. That dude can sing, man. Can I was he? shocked. Yeah, I mean, he sings, you know, he sings the song that's on the radio and that won the the Academy Award or Oscar or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, obviously he's shallow. He sings that song. But in the movie, he had to sing like two, I think it was at least two other songs that I picked up, maybe more. And now, you know, you don't hear the whole song, but you hear main parts of it, and he could sing. It was it was pretty. I was pretty shocked by that. I was like, "Holy crap!" But uh, are you more shocked by Bradley Cooper singing or the range and the talent of Lady Gaga displayed on this movie? Because, like I said, if I was a true big Lady Gaga fan, it probably isn't a surprise. Uh huh. I'm gonna go with Bradley Cooper singing. Oh, really? <laughs> Because, well, I, I mean, mean, Lady Gaga is, is known as a singer. Exactly, yeah. she's a singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's known as an actor, not a singer. And that dude busted out some tunes. Now he sings with a croony kind of gravelly voice, and and the songs weren't necessarily country, but they weren't necessarily pop. It's kind of a weird mixture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was good. He was good. Now this is what I'll, this is the last thing I got to say about the movie overall. So you know, there's a big hubbub about. You know, this one didn't get any other than for the song, didn't get any Oscars and blah, blah, blah. And, and I don't know, whichever one was before the Oscars where people were saying that should have won picture. This maybe it was the SAG Awards or something and Bohemian Rhapsody won it. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, too. Bohemian Rhapsody is a way better movie. Really? I like Bohemian Rhapsody a lot more than I like this movie. This movie was good. Um, It probably doesn't have the ending. Like, if, like I said, if you were like me, never seen any of these movies, any of the remakes or anything. It didn't end the way I thought it would, which was kind of a shocker to me. Mm-hmm. But Bohemian Rhapsody was way better movie. So that's all I got to say about that. Who sang better than Bradley Cooper being in A Star is Born or 
I forgot the guy's name. Rami now. Malek? Yeah, singing oh, as you know, Queen. The, the more I watch that, did he really sing? For Queen? Yeah. I think he did. Because he was in a crowd, wasn't he? Like did if, they if he did, then him. I'll give him that. Wow. Okay. So if he did him, but um I I don't know. I'm gonna have to look that up after we're done here because I don't the more I see clips or watch things on YouTube, I don't know if that's really him singing. I don't know. Oh, so you think he's um um I think lip syncing. I think so. Yeah. I could be wrong though. Well, I'll look it up after this. We could we could bring it up next episode. <laughs> little little note, throwing a little note there. But anyways, uh, let's go into Triple Frontier. I think that'd probably be a good one to go to next. Um, for those that don't know, this was a Netflix movie. It was released in the theater about a week before Netflix released it themselves. Huge cast: um, Ben Affleck, Charlie Oscar Isaac. What's that? Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac, who, of course, if you don't know, has been in the last three, well, in the upcoming third Star Wars movie of the trilogy, mm-hmm. is Poe. Um, he was also Apocalypse in the last X-Men Apocalypse Now movie. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, he's becoming a big star. Charlie, uh, I always say his name wrong. I want to say it's Hoonan or Hanan, something like that. Of course, the star of Sons of Anarchy. Um, he's been in a, quite a few movies lately. Um, God, who's the other? Garrett Hudlin. Yep. He's an upcoming, not an upcoming, but he's been in quite a few movies over the last few years. Uh, and I think Pedro. And then they got Pedro guy. Pedro. Yeah, I don't know who that dude was. <laughs> well, if you watch um, Game of Thrones, you'll. Uh, oh, he's a Game of Thrones. I'll see that. Yeah. So, so huge cast. Um, so what did you think? I went into the movie um, excited about it um, because because that cast that you just listed out it, that's an amazing cast and the director of it um, he did some really good movies in the past um, uh, a most violent year uh, and and some of those shows um, that I really like and in the middle of it I was like really this is kind of this is kind of getting silly. Um, case in point, um, Ben Affleck, I'm not ruining anything, but uh, Ben Affleck, he, he is the appointed leader of the team that kind of like plans out everything to the T, down to the minute of this operation. But in the middle of it, he got greedy and he wanted more cash or steal more money from this one person. Um and and to me, I'm like, eh, that doesn't. I don't think a person of his caliber would would do that. Like he's literally ruining the mission by being greedy. I don't think somebody like him would do that in real life. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I. Uh, so, but overall, what, what did you think of the movie overall? Uh. I will give it like I'll I'll still give it a thumbs up. Yeah. But yeah. It was good, but it wasn't great. Correct. Yeah, it didn't it didn't shock you, it didn't knock the boots off you. You weren't like, oh my god, that's a great movie and nothing like that. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I feel exactly the same way. I was expecting hugeness, especially with the big cast. You know, I don't even know what it did the box office, you know. because uh, it was at the movie theaters for I think a week at least a week, and uh, I don't even know what it did there, but yeah, same thing. I I watched it, and as I watched it, it was just kind of like I felt it could have been a miniseries, or it could have been two movies. They could have done two movies, had made a first movie, and then made a a sequel. Mm -hmm. Um, It just seemed like there was more to tell, and they kind of were skipping through a lot, especially in the first half hour, 45 minutes, just to get to the, the main action of the movie. I mean, this was an action movie, so it seemed like they were trying to skip through stuff in the first half hour, 45 minutes, you know, kind of quickly to get you to that point. So, again, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I'd recommend it to somebody if they wanted to see something, you know, just to take two hours off their time. But it was not the great blockbuster for for the cast that it had. Um, 
it, sh- it should have been it should have been better. It, yeah, he had the potential to be better. Yes, definitely. Um. All right, Captain Marvel time. We both Oof. saw it. Uh, I think we both saw. You saw it opening weekend too, didn't you? I yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. We had. Uh, I had some time, so I, I tried that out. It was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, it, I mean, it killed at the box office. It, it basically it's still killing at the box office. I think. Um, it it yeah, it, it was really good. Um, if I had to rank it with some of the other movies recently, though, I don't know if it was as good as some of those. Um, it was it, better than Aquaman. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll say. You know, I'll 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 put them together. I'll definitely say one was as good as the other. Uh, In my in my point of view, obviously not yours, but my point of view, um, just because this one was supposed to look old because it was supposed to look from the '90s, whereas Uh Aquaman was very modern, very flashy looking, very underwater. I mean. That was awesome. That was awesome looking. So put the two. Yeah. Yeah. I'd put them side by side. So that kind of gives everybody, if they listen to the last episode, that kind of gives everybody an idea how I felt about the movie. Um, comparing it to what everybody else has been comparing it to Wonder Woman. I liked Wonder Woman better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was a better written movie, you know, better, better storyline, better acting, um, better way to introduce a character. Um, in the Marvel Universe, though, I it'd be in my top five, you know, mm. easily, mm. I think. Well, maybe not all top five because you get all the I like all the Avenger movies. I really like all those. And Captain America Civil War was really good. So maybe not top five. But it's up there. It's in the top half. I'll say it's in the top half. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I will put Guardian above Captain Marvel. Yeah, I put Guardians above Captain Marvel, too. At least the first one. Second oh one. yeah, eh. eh. Spider Man's above it. I like Spider Man, oh, yeah. so yeah. But I put it in the top half. I put it in the top half. Um, any other movies? Uh, nope. That's all I watched. Yeah, yeah. Same for me. Um, let's move on. New move on to news and rumor mill. Uh, oh. So let's start with Disney Plus. I put in an article here. So so and this. And you may not, you, you don't have kids, Brian. So to you, this may not be as big a deal. To me, uh-huh. you know, I got three little girls, so all the movies, princess movies, Disney, Disney stuff. Uh, they've announced that Disney Plus, when it comes out, it will have the entire movie library to Disney. So a lot of times you'll hear when when sh- movies were coming, they said out of the vault, they would come out and it'd be like a limited release. So like Bambi or Snow White. You know, get it now on DVD before it goes back in the vault. Well, that's no longer the case. All these movies will be on there to stream whenever you want, regardless of it being in the vault. Mm -hmm. Um, So as far as Disney Plus is concerned, there is no vault. It's just the vault is Disney Plus. So that's kind of big news, especially, like I said, if you're a parent and you got kids, that was huge. Because I remember my wife was like, oh, we got to buy that before it goes away. We got to buy that so we have it before it goes away. And. You know, now it's like, nah, we ain't buying nothing. We're streaming it. <laughs> so uh, that's that's pretty big. Um, still, I don't think they put out word on when it's coming out, when this is going to be released, and how much it's going to be, any price points or nothing. So I don't know, but uh, that's that's some big news. Do you so, guys often uh, watch watch Disney, uh, movies? Disney movies? Yeah. Uh, well, when they first come out, we first get them to kids, you know, probably watch them 20 times within a month i mean it's just like bam 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 and yeah, then after yeah. that like i'm i seem to be more of the one that i'll go back to it they want to watch what's new so they spend a lot of time on disney channel mm-hmm. uh, watching the shows on there and they'll watch those shows it seems like over and over and over again um the, the episodes and stuff but as far as the movies um every now and again yeah we'll flip back and go to it like moana is a big one in our house uh rapunzel's a big one really uh, yeah tangled i should say uh what about like the 90s like aladdin or lion king no not so much not so much so it's i don't know it's just it's weird you know every now and again they'll want to throw one of those on but 
Yeah, not not too often. Snow White used to be a big one when they were littler. They used to love Snow White and throw Snow White on all the time. Oh, so that's like uh, the throwbacks. Yeah. But, my, you know, my one daughter, full disclosure, is huge into Maleficent. She loves Maleficent. <laughs> so she will go back and watch uh, Sleeping Beauty and Snow White, and she likes the evil characters. So she'll watch <laughs> those over and over again because she's uh-huh. evil characters. But um, otherwise, yeah, no, it's not it's not that often, you know, like I like to go back and watch Big Hero 6 a lot um, or uh, what's the uh, what joy and, and the, the different feelings inside out inside out. Yeah, I love watching that one. And, and if I put them on, the kids will sit there and watch them. They'll, I don't want to watch that. And then when I put it on within 10 minutes, they're glued to the TV. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that all works out. But. Oh well, but still, that's that's pretty exciting. Totally. At least for parents to hear that, you know, no more vault. Um, so the other big news, and you know, I had two different things on here, and and the first one I have kind of goes with the second one. So the second one is is that James Gunn, who was fired from doing Guardians of the Galaxy three, came on and said, okay, he's going to direct now the new Suicide Squad movie, which. Now they've come out and said this isn't going to be a sequel to Suicide Squad. It's going to be a reboot to Suicide Squad. Ooh. Um, so that's one thing. And and with that kind of goes that Idris Elba will replace Will Smith as uh, Deadshot. So I think that's decent casting. Um, that should play out okay. I don't see a big deal there. I, I like Will Smith, so I would have liked to have seen Will Smith come back. Um, there's a couple other actors at first i heard joel kinnaman wasn't going to come back as rick flag but now it's kind of up in the air from what i understand so who knows if he is or isn't oh really i thought that was a done deal that he's not coming back that's that's what i thought too but i'm not sure um i don't know if that had something to do with all because he isn't he the main star of altered Car- carbon or whatever that show is that you watch Alter carbon altered carbon. carbon yeah um i think though because like the way that the show uh is set up and the premise of the show anybody can play the main character it does oh, okay. not need to be doesn't need uh, to be necessarily one one person gotcha and so a little bit of cast shake up there okay whatever the huge news was is that now all of a sudden james gunn is back is going to be the director <laughs> and co-writer of guardians of the galaxy volume three so that kind well, of so- Put the movie off, uh, I think, about a year because he's already said he's going to do Suicide Squad first. Uh-huh. But, uh, one, I think it's great that they're bringing him back. I think the fans were going to boycott the movie. <laughs> yeah. If they didn't. The actors, I think, were ready to boycott the movie because the actors have all been pretty vocal about him going away from it. So, um, I think I think Marvel kind of shot themselves in the foot by making a... a hasty decision and then realized oh we're gonna screw ourselves we need to bring them back i mean i think what so so um kind of going back a little bit is that he wrote the storyline or he wrote the script so they were planning on hiring a director that to shoot the storyline from james gunn um but now that he's back to finish his trilogy of galaxy uh, Guardian of the Galaxy, I think that'll be that'll be ideal because like that'll be like his vision for all three movies uh, combining into one. So, so I'm I'm excited that he's back. Uh, it'll be it'll be kind of weird to see somebody coming in uh, to shoot his film, and, and and it won't look or feel the same. I would believe if somebody else come in to do his to to direct it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Totally. So I'm glad he's back. Uh, it it, it would have been bad. It would have been a bad decision. And this was all based on stuff he did over 10 years ago. And I get it. What he, what he, you know, supposedly posted or whatever. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was, but you know, I remember at the time when I read, I'm like, yeah, that was kind of a bonehead thing to say or tweet. I think it was on a tweety actually. So, uh, you know, I understand that and I see where they were kind of going with it and, me too and everything going on i i got it i got it but same time it was over 10 years ago now you can't tell me somebody's perspective on something doesn't change within 10 years um 
you at least got to revisit it with some people and, and understand, you know, what was happening 10 years ago versus now. And, you know, I mean, maybe they did do that and that's why they went ahead and fired him at, in the beginning. But it seemed like at the time it was like, Oh, they found out he did this. Oh yeah, you're gone. We can't, we can't be associated with you because of that. And to me, it was just like, I think you made a move a little too soon there. Uh, yeah. So we'll see, but either way, that's, that's probably the biggest news in the movie world at this point. Um, anything else you got? Um, that's all I have. All right. So, we're gonna we're gonna go off script a little bit here. We we said we might do this from time to time. You have something at the bottom of our notes here, and this is based oh, off for of a podcast we listen to. Oh, for cereal, that's right. Um, yeah. and so like cereal on season one, it was a it was a podcast about this case from Anand Syed, and and um, he was charged of killing um, um, a Hanming Lee. Um, so throughout the whole podcast of season one, uh, they were trying to tell a story of what happened. And there was a lot of holes in that in his trial that warrant a retrial almost. Right. And, and so that like pretty much from that whole podcast, this story blew up and blew up so much that it became mainstream news. Um so much so that like even ABC news, like everybody else has been talking about it. Um, and it picked up so much traction that they were thinking about doing a uh, retrial. But um, from the news uh, from the Maryland courts, they are saying no to the retrial of the murder case. So which means that he is going to be in jail f- for this uh, for the death of uh, of this girl for a long, long time. How do you feel about that? Uh, I know you were really into that uh, podcast. Yeah, I, you know, I don't think he did it. I honestly don't. So, I, it's it it sucks. It's just same as in making a murderer with the the young kid. He's he's exhausted all of his appeals now. I don't. That's what I don't get. He doesn't seem like he exhausted his uh, all of his appeals yet. He's just at the state level. So now I guess they're saying they're going to start looking, you know, trying to get it up into the federal level where they could go from there and try to get him another appeal. Oh, um, really? Yeah, because this is just st- saying at the state level he's exhausted everything. Um, so now they can look at trying to take it to the Supreme Court. And that's what they did in making the murder for this uh, Brendan Dassey. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, his all got denied and he is screwed. <laughs> He's stuck in jail the rest of his life unless something comes out about the case that undeniably proves he didn't do it. Um, like his uncle proving that his uncle had nothing to do with it. And then that could get him possibly free. But uh, that's a whole nother story. Another case we've talked about slightly on this before. But anyways, I don't think he did it. I think it's a shame. Um, I feel bad for the guy. There's about to be or there already is a docuseries on HBO. Have you watched any of that? I have not. On which so, one? On that side yet? Yeah. So HBO is doing a, a partial series to this whole story of uh, Nad Syed and what what came about with the serial. Um, really? Yeah. So what they're saying is just like making a murderer. Hopefully enough people see this thing on HBO and say, whoa, wait a minute. And the public opinion can help sway the justice system to show that, you know, Hey, if this goes to Supreme court, give this guy a shot and let's see what happens. Um, I, I can't, I can't picture the Supreme court picking this case up being, uh, I don't know. It could be, but, yeah. um, um, I mean, like, do they have enough evidence to overturn it? I think that's going to be the huge, the most deciding factor, right? Because like, right. Without any kind of hard proof that he did not do it. I don't. I can't see the Supreme Court like picking it up, um, and, and having so much public attention to it. Oof! I I I just can't see the Supreme Court picking it up. Yep. All right. Poor guy. I mean, poor guy. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he did it or not. But poor guy. Like, you know, hopefully everything worked out for the best for everybody. But yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah. Well. That wraps it up for this week, everyone. 
you want to leave us feedback, remember it's the PTR show at gmail.com or on Twitter at the PTR show. If you like us, subscribe to our podcast, rate us, and spread the words to your friends and family. For the PTR show, I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. And this was the Primetime Review Podcast. See ya. Nerds out. Nerds out.